stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who All right, Andrew, you keep working hard like this. I'll tell Jake not even to come in tomorrow. I'm going to trade you right now. All right, Gil, here's what we got. I'm going to trade you Jake. A, I'm going to trade you Jake, a 2023 second rounder, and a Jimmy John's Beach Club sandwich. For Andrew, Andrew's music comes along with me, which Gil doesn't care about that, and um, future considerations. Can I have the Jimmy John sandwich? Oh yeah, we're partying with sandwiches. We're going, our party will be oh, at sweet. Jimmy John's. So like that's you know that's where we, the whole thing went down. So that's why we grabbed the extra one to get the deal done for those guys. But yeah, what do you like at Jimmy John's? I, uh, the uh, I think the Pepe. Okay. Oh, Jimmy sick. John's my favorite man. If I could think like anything like that I want to eat quick, it's Jimmy John's. Yeah, if I have a uh, Jimmy John's for lunch and Chipotle for dinner, freaky I'm fast, a happy man. Freaky good. What do you get at Chipotle? Uh, the burrito. What kind? Uh, chicken. I don't know. You, you, between chicken and steak, we don't do it. I mean, like I like the carne asada though. I, I mean, like I have it as well. We're more of a Qdoba family, but um, cause like that, there's Chipotle has like a certain little seasoning and taste of their rice and their meat and stuff like that. That's not always a kid friendly taste, but yeah, okay. So I think we're getting hungry because it's you know around lunchtime. Um, let me mention a place. That we go to, been going to. It's called Great Harvest. You've heard of these Great Harvest. There's a couple around town, but the Great Harvest that we go to, that my wife goes to, um, they got the best sandwiches. It's on Orchard and University, and uh, you know it's a really cool little couple shopping centers over there. Um, just a couple minutes north of South Glen, but. Uh, they have a grilled cheese. They put like four pieces of cheese, like three of this and one of that. And you can get it on like this jalapeno bread that uh, is so good that um, I'll make your brain fall out of your skull. And then they got all these like pastries. And I'm not a giant pastry guy at all. I don't, but um, they have a pumpkin. It's a chocolate pumpkin bread, a little pumpkin bread. And it's got chocolate chips in it. Oh man. And like, I'm not even a big pumpkin guy. Dang, like I, I want one. I'm going to get some of this for us. I have to get some of this for us because like we've been going like three or four times a week. They have yogurt, like a yogurt land thing on the side, but it's not yogurt land. It's great harvest. But my kids obviously want that. But like we've been going there because it's on our way to and from school every single day. And we become slightly addicted to this great harvest. So you guys should go check those guys out if you want a good sandwich. Uh, what kind of sandwich do you get if you're just going to have like a build your own? From Jimmy John's? Um, no, not necessarily. Like from anywhere. Like you're gonna go. Uh, we got here's lot, we got roast beef. We got some turkey. Here's different cheeses. You can never go wrong. We got with roast some beef. Dijon. So a what? Bit what of ham. Okay. Do you ham. like a little couple meats on there? Yeah, like just all the meats. What kind of cheese? <laughs> that <laughs> came out wrong. Andrew, he has the meats. Uh, what do you? Uh, what kind of cheeses are you gonna put on that sandwich? American. Okay. I'm. Is it because you're from America? I'm basic. Okay. I'm basic as crap. You're basic B when it comes to cheeses? Yes. That's and okay. Coffee. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, that sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, would you put any uh, mustard on that or just mayo? Just, you got to be feeling the mustard. Yeah. I'm not a mustard's not a go to. Mine is ketchup. Yeah. But my, if, if I'm feeling mustard, mustard has to be, yeah. We put ketchup on our mustard on a dog, hot dog? Yes. Yeah, me mustard, too. Mustard, ketchup, and relish. Me too. If there's onions, I'll put some of that too. 
Not an onion guy, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. My, my mom just all all onion, nothing else. Ooh. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I love onions, but then I got that onion breath. But um, you know, at least the ladies tell me. I mean, my wife. Uh, okay, let's go on to the hotline and get our guy. Well, he'll tell us what his sandwich of choice is. Do you know what his sandwich of his choice is? Him between two hot little ladies, I think. It's Ray Ray. What's up, Danny and Andrew and my sports? Shout out to all the elite women worldwide and all the beautiful teachers that I had back in the day. They're still legends. And hey, I want my Santiago's Chubbies and Tamale Kitchen and uh, give me my apple cider vinegar. And hey, let's go on a positive note. You guys are doing a great show. You guys are coming up with a great sports station, My High Sports, beating out the other stations. But the best legends that started sports history worldwide back in the 60s and 70s was Lord Brown, Joe Williams, Terry Smith. I have their tapes on VCR of Channel 6, PBS, of Lord Brown and Joe Williams starting their show and to the talk show with all the elderly war veterans and animals and the callers. It was a blessing, and I check it out every night and watch it, seeing those guys. And I'm going to keep their spirits going and keep talking about them worldwide. And hey, uh, the four horsemen are going to reunite July 31st with Ric Flair. Woo! What you going to say with Ric Flair and the four horsemen reuniting in Nashville, Tennessee? What do you got to say, Danny? Love the four horsemen. Arn Anderson, you kidding me? I mean, talk about some of the underrated guys ever. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, best best guys, man. Go ahead. Ric Flair, man. You know, he's, I don't know. Some guys, you know, even the big dudes, as you get older, your body just kind of changes. You know, the Hulkster's just kind of big and built big. He's just got to pump a little weight like Arnold and kind of keep the muscles on. Ric Flair kind of don't, you know, look the same anymore. But, man, do I love Ric Flair. And when, you know, his time comes, I'm going to be super sad about it. But he's kicking, man. Yeah, he's kicking. He's still going, even though he had a heart murmur in his put in his heart after having a forced the heart surgeries after uh, doing all the drinking and all the partying and all the yeah. steroids and drugs caught up to him. That's but right. He's going to give one more chance, but, you know, he's going to keep on living. And if he, you know, does it what he does, well, keep him going because that's what he wants to do, finish his life in the ring the last time. But, hey, you know, you guys are doing great. And, hey, I tell you that, preach to all the guys, treat your ladies right. You hear me? I'm going to come through your TV set. God bless you. Here you come out. <laughs> you better check yourself, you guys. He said treat your ladies right. He's going to come get them. He gave a shout out to his teachers again, uh, the female hot female teachers, which again, I saw like all over the, I've been seeing them on the news lately, uh, 24 year old substitute teachers hooking up with like the 16 or 15 year old for one. What school is this? Okay. Uh, like it's, I'll tell you, not the DPS schools that I went to. I had like Mrs. Bjorchek and Mrs. Bjorchek was not a hottie, you know? Um, I think her name was Trudy. And she had a big booty. And they used to call her Big Booty Trudy to find her back. Mrs. Bjorchek. Um, you have any like, cute, hot little teachers in your, back in your day? Is it a, we probably should be talking about it, but did you have one? Was there one? No, I had one female teacher, and she had a snaggle tooth. Oh, so man. It was, fuck her no. in fuck attach. It wasn't great. Dang. All right. And you were not into snaggle tooth then, right? Uh, it's... You don't search that like on your searches. No, my my fetishes do not cons- <laughs> do not bring in uh, snaggle teeth. Uh, <laughs> it's hard no for me. Oh, that's funny. Okay, uh, let's set up a break here. Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. One more thing. Tom Brady has agreed to be roasted. On Netflix, and nowadays you're thinking. Ah, I don't- Aren't roasts for old Tasmans? They used to be. 
But nowadays, and I think it's some of the best comedy, period, on earth, is when Comedy Central would roast a guy. When they roasted uh, Justin Bieber is some of the most, like, incredible, funniest stuff ever. And then when you watch, like, one of these old roasts from, like, the 70s, and it's all these old Hollywood stars, man, those are funny back then. But Tom Brady, of all guys, man, you know, from what he was three or four years ago, what a persona, you know, and a reputation kind of change. I love Tom Brady. I think he's great. He's, like, just funny enough. It's, like, it's even funnier now that I knew he was didn't know he was so funny for all these years. I mean, so yeah, the Tom, the Tom Brady roast. What what could you say about Tom Brady? Should we think of a joke about Tom Brady? And if we were going to roast him, what we would say on the other side? Let's think of something. We'll come up with something uh, uh, about roasting Tom. I got a couple things. And we'll tell you about it on the other side. It's Molly Sports. Okay. Uh, uh, can I get it? Are they a big name? Yeah. This is Panic Get the Disc. No, it's not. I didn't mean that. I meant, uh, don't nobody panic. I'm going to get the answer, is what I meant to say. This one is actually 21. Hi. Uh, this is, uh, I give up. Tell me who it is. It's uh, Fall Out Boy. Oh! The other Panic at the Disco You're band. right. You're right. Ah, that sound, I thought. It wasn't quite. Plus, the Panic at the Disco guy is always singing about his mom. He's like, Mama said. And then he was like, that's the Irish song about his mom. So I didn't hear anything about his mom. But Gino's in, hanging out. Gino from Culture Street. Gino, how are you, bro? Good. How are you guys doing today? We're good, man. Gino's like, what I love about you, man, is like, you're a fan, but like a real true fan. Like, yeah. I was, there's like, you know. I love the Broncos, but I'm like a burnt out radio, former newspaper, jaded guy who is like, you know, no emotion. I have no heart left. This is a robot heart. I'm like Tony Stark. I have no emotions <laughs> for my teams anymore. But like you love the Rapids. You're diehard. Diehard. You are a diehard Avs fan. You went to yep. game one. We're trying to find you some tickets. Yep. And um, you made it to game one, which I think totally was your money's worth, even if you saw some cheaper ones that someone might have snagged before the game, Absolutely. bro. That overtime win was epic. Oh, epic. Just that was one for the ages. One for the ages. The crowd was just electric. It was my wife's first ever any sports playoff game. So Ooh. she was like, whoa, yeah. this is this is nuts. Uh-huh. Does she sing uh, Blink-182 with everybody? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was good, man. I'm glad I, glad I went just to have those experiences and those it memories. I, I look back, 2001, I remember that cup run. Yeah. Going to Stanley Cup games. It's a memory you'll never forget. Uh, We got a lot of stuff to talk about. How is the shop doing? Uh, State of the shop is good. Uh, besides the little hiccup that happened like a week ago. What do you mean a hiccup? Like, well, yeah, kind of hiccup. We, we had some uh -oh. punk kids try to try to they they pried the door open and they broke in the they culture broke street. in the culture street and stole a bunch of clothes, hoodies, a bunch of shoes. Uh, so yeah, we had a hiccup there. Gladly, when they fled, the cops caught them and we're getting the stuff back. Dang. But, How much stuff do you think it was? Uh, I think they're estimating around like $10,000 worth of value. Wow. Um, do you guys know who it was? Or they're we, not going to tell you? They're not telling us. They, they should just, because you want to know if it's someone you've seen in there 50 times. Yeah. 
I would want to know. We would like to know, but they're not going to tell us. I, I they so they there was three guys. They only caught one of them. The other two fled because I guess when they were leaving, they crashed their car and Whoa. cops ended up getting them. Uh, but the guy's not wanting to rat. He's really taking, taking the blame. Dang, so, I love this case. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys are getting your stuff back, though. Yeah, we should. We it's should. the first time over at Park Meadows they've tried to rob you guys. Yeah, since we moved in. First time they've ever tried. Damn. That's very crazy. Yeah. So. I mean, we, we've we had the occasional stash and, like, kids run out with stuff. Yeah. We had that actually happen the other day. Some kids tried to steal some hats. My my guys took off after him and got the hat Really? Back. Yeah. Who was it? Who's the fastest? Matt, uh, it was Indian Zay. They were really? The ones that took off after the Zay with the hair in the wind running. Yep. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Okay, so yeah, man. So I, you know, if you haven't been into Culture Street, you guys have been. A lot of dudes been hitting us up lately, and like our dude Alo was in there, got some kicks. My brother was in there over the weekend. Did you yeah. tell me? No, uh, no, I was there when you said. You're okay, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, my brother was in. Yeah, yeah, he grabbed something. I don't know if he talked to Andy yes. or not, but. Um, it's so cool, man. All the stuff you guys have. What is the coolest thing to me that I love is like the stuff that just came in. Oh, and yeah, it's like the rack. Yeah, it's just a rack of stuff behind like your guys' little desk back then. I'm like, uh, you know, I just try, I don't try to say anything because I, I'm <laughs> waiting for someone to be like, don't go back there. Like Zay, I went back there one time and then another young kid went back there and Zay goes, get, get. He was like, get out of here. And I was like, sorry, dude. Uh, you know, um, but I just, you know, what comes in, you never know. Never know. We could have a jam in there. And that we, Broncos Bart Simpson little crew that I got was like one of the coolest little jams I've, you know, grabbed in a long time. I love that. And you grabbed it off that rack. I did grab it <laughs> off that rack. And it was, you know, it was like, you guys could put, it was like 50 bucks. You guys could have put a hundred bucks on it or something. It was forty bucks, maybe. You could have yeah. put like sixty or eighty, and so stuff's like affordable. Yeah, at the I, shop. I try to, and you know, when you come yeah. to me, I try to give a good price, sell it at a good price. Yeah, I'm a little pickier and stuff, but uh, actually, I think you're, you're you're pretty good. You know, I think you're good. Um, yeah. everyone's got a little bit of different kind of taste. Absolutely. You know, Andy like appreciates all of you guys, and like, yep. and for what all of you guys bring to the table like uniquely you know what i mean so um i just think culture street's cool but um so there was four shots at three shots at least that went off the post in the first period how many i think it was three in the first i think it was three in the first okay um i think so do those go into the back of the net early in game two absolutely abs roll abs roll there's no way bennington plays the way he played i had a five of four one but i need to hear what you say Six one, really? Yeah, they get down like that tonight. I think they go like that. You put up fifty two shots. Yeah, fifty four shots. Fifty four shots. They're going. They can't stop it. That 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 pressure. I mean, in overtime, I think the Blues zero talent. While while the Blues talent was is spread out now. Yeah, and they got a lot of guys who have accumulated a lot of points over the season. I think it's like they got a lot of potatoes and no meat. I don't yeah. think Ryan O'Reilly is the same guy. I'm, I mean, you tell me. I don't know. Is Velavchenko, what's his name? Tarasenko? Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Is he a star? Yes. Yeah. A superstar? He's on the Blues uh, Mount Rushmore. Ever? Ever. So he was a star? He's still, he had a hat trick in game okay, two or okay. three I'm against... Feeling, I'm just, I'm asking yeah. you. I really don't know. No, he's, he's, a, he's a bona fide Because Ryan star. O'Reilly's not the same player, is he? Doesn't seem like More it. of a grinder these yeah. days, yeah. not a high flyer. Okay, I just think that while, again, I was fearing the depth that the Blues kind of had, the star power of the Avs is so overwhelming. 
And I think that's going to kind of play itself true. I think it's just the speed and the pressure they have. I think they they could beat you and hurt you in a lot of different ways now. They're just, again, look at who, how the game winner happened. You know, Mason. Yep. It's like, you know, we have a drop for that of Connor, um, you know, to play it. It's of Connor, um, uh, Connor McGregor. McGregor. Oh my God. (laughs) Why couldn't I think of him? Um, where he says, who the F is this guy? You know know. what I mean? So, you know, it's, that's pretty awesome. But also that's, we mentioned like the high notes and the clams and the, not just the tangays, the good players, but all these like other guys deep in the bench scrappers that were like really good school, good players on good teams that you didn't realize, wow, this team, like we went and looked back at the 2001 Alice roster. Let's do it real quick because it's like beefcakes. It is just, the team is so talented. And Mason, we got him at trade deadline, right? Yeah, he was uh, from the Ducks. The Ducks, right? Uh, Mason was added. Uh, he makes like four million bucks a year. He's paid to he's play, you know, paid to be a pretty good player. But he's on a bad team. He had a down season. That's one of those totally add for a playoff championship run guys. That, but only like good teams can pull that kind of stuff off, yeah. and teams that are in the right kind of, um, you know, p- position and situation. But um, I think just Avs they need to play smart. You look at the two goals they gave up. I mean, two bounces off of two guys. It falls to O'Reilly. He's putting that in the net. Okay. And then check. the second goal, like, it was a line shift. So, Drury, Forsberg, Hayduk, Haino, uh, Larson, uh, Eric Messier, right? Um, uh, Scott Parker, Podine, Reinprecht, Steven Reinprecht, remember him? Joe Sackick, Tange, Verbata, Martin Verbata, Yell. Uh, Blake, uh, DeVries, remember him? Footer, um, Skula. And then not only did you have Patrick Carr, but you have David Abishir too, who was a good player. Wow. Great team. That's a great team. Does this group of guys feel like that? Could it be like that? I feel like it does. Um, just the way Sackick, even at the trade deadline, didn't go get the big name guys, but he got guys who... Like we were just talking about, like Mason, like guys who are just going to come in third, fourth line, but they're still great players. His ex- contract expires. He's just a rental, but look what he, the deal was already worth it with that yeah. goal that he, you know, because you're paying him $600,000 remaining on the $4 million that, you know, the Ducks were paying him most of to come in here and be a part of what hopefully is a, a Stanley Cup win. Well, what, what are the Blues, what can the Blues do tonight, Andrew, that we're not acknowledging that? Could potentially tie this series Is he for them. A Blues fan? He's from I'm from St. Louis. Oh, he's yes. the real deal. I was deal. like, oh, you got a card hat on, so yeah, he's the real right, deal. Yeah, so what, what can they do? You know, Vladimir Tarasenko needs to show up. Yeah. You know, but when you get outshot two to one, that you're not going to win a lot of hockey games. But this team is they're they're better than the team that we saw show up that got yeah. shot two to one. You know, Vlad, Vladdy didn't have really. They don't shoot a lot of shots on goal. They're very picky yeah. and selective. Now that they though. have the tempo of the Avalanche down, I think we're going to see a lot better of a game from the Blues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you saw you said Jordan Bennington can't do that night in and night out, but he did that night in and night out in 2019 yeah. when the Blues won the Cup. So he is capable of doing that. If he's going to be able to, that's he's going to have to because dude, three or four of those shots hit the post. If those go in, it's a seven-one game. Yeah. But now that the Blues actually have the tempo of the Avs down to an extent, the, I, they'll 
be able to pick it up. I, I believe Ryan O'Reilly is a great leader. He's Absolutely. gonna have his he's gonna have his troops in marching order. Jordan Kyrou also needs to show up. I know he had that fluky goal at the very last two minutes of third period, but he's the only speed guy on this team, mm. and he needs to play the speed that he's capable of because the Avs have five of his speed. Yeah. Okay, let's set up a break, come back. Uh, a couple segments left worth the show. We got like just so much stuff to talk about. It's crazy because we haven't really mentioned uh, NBA game two tonight, Celtics and Heat. I mean, just, I, just the Celtics were the hottest team in the NBA. Kind of, I guess, all of like the, Ma- the Mavericks. And then just like that, your entire prediction and everything gets blown up. Um, I think the Celtics come back and win tonight, but I think the series is now going seven games as well. Yep. Uh, Rockies found a way to win last night. Um, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, let's go to break my sports. Winter nights don't ever sleep. So this life's always with me. The ice inside my face will never Show. This is Andrew Detmer. Danny had to step out for a second. I'm here with Gino. You? Gino, how you doing, Gino? I'm doing well, man. Excited to be here. I am also excited. So, Culture Street. Yes. So, I'm not familiar really much with the store. What? Uh, tell me that the, the vibe of the, sh- the store. What was that? What's the vibe of the store? Uh, the vibe is chill, man. Uh, we offer a little bit of everything from vintage jerseys, Jordans. Oh, he's this man. Crazy. No, this man right here behind the glass is trying to sell his fragments. No, you yes, don't yes. Put me on air like no, that. No, I'm putting you on air. He because Jordan, he, Travis the, Jordan, Scott? the the white the which ones are they? I forget which ones you have. I'm not saying on the air. The one highs, the blue ones. Wait, but the Travis I don't want to get I don't want to get other one? my house broken Tra- into. Travis Scotts. Okay, highs or lows? Highs, highs, highs. All right. This man Bring knows his us. sneakers. That's what I'm saying. 
No, so I'm putting you I on the spot. No, I had an issue with a guy that was supposed to buy them. None of the the sneaker authenticators can uh, authenticate them because I don't have the original insoles because okay. I have flat feet. And uh, I don't have the box because I live in a tiny house. Okay. Oh, yeah, those are the So, those no, are the so no, none of these apps could actually authenticate them. So, yeah. Well, then you sell them to us because we could buy them without no box. Okay. It's true. No there you sold. go. Culture I'm Street. I'm market right now. What size? Ten and a half. Whoa. Expensive pair these days, huh? Last sale was like $4,000. Yeah. How did you get your hands yeah. on those? I'm it? not saying on air. <laughs> We're, we, I've been all saying I'm not going to describe this on air. Oh my right. goodness! But um, I don't want to get. My, I live next to a place where uh, a clean living house. Okay. Ooh, ooh, yeah, I, I can. And we've had a, we've had a break in before, so oh. I don't want to verbally say, "Hey, yeah, I have true. expensive things in my house." He already sold them to us, guys. Yeah, it's already. At I don't Culture have them Go check them out. I got but, the money. Um, so it's Gino from Culture Street, correct? Gino, yeah. Right on. So I want to ask you, though, on the con- on the content of sneakers and Travis Scott and the whole thing, I know I've talked about it a little bit with Andy, but with his whole situation that played out with Astroworld, how did that kind of impact his market for sales with this type? Because, I mean, before all that, I mean, he was in the McDonald's commercials. Everything. He's got all the merch, all that kind of stuff, the Nike collabs. How has that kind of been for his product as a whole? Uh, So when it first kind of came out, we noticed kind of like a spike. People Really? Were like, That's kind of sick. I'm in down, a bad way. Like, yeah. Oh, and that's kind of oh, yeah. how we felt. We were like, well, "Do we pull it? What do we do?" Uh, but people were like, "There were some people that were like, I'm done with him. Uh, yeah, like, we don't want anything.'" I had a couple employees literally sell their whole Travis Scott collection. They had wow. highs, lows, sixes, Air Forces. Um, so we saw that initial spike where people were like, "I'm down. I want to buy it." Now we're seeing people aren't really buying it. People are not really going after it. We have our section of. Travis shorts and tees and occasionally I'll see a couple things sell, but it's not like what it was. Yeah. I mean, it was up there with some of the bigger brands. I feel yeah, like for absolutely. a minute there, I mean, everything was selling of his, he couldn't, I mean, it was selling out instantly, especially once like, he did the Astro world tour and yep. then he did it where he was what designing individual merch per stop. Yeah, I think it stop. was, which yeah. is why everything was like super crazy and kind of exclusive. Yeah. Then he did the Nike collabs. And I, I do think those are kind of going to start back up though. Isn't he yeah, dropping, so the Air Maxes, he's dropping the Air Max? The 95, I want to say. Yeah. I, I think the Air Max One as well. Interesting. Uh, so I know they're they're set to drop. Um, we'll see what they do, man. I know people still love with love what he does. Yeah, love the shoe. Kind of already forgot about it. What what happened? Yeah. Well, I, and I saw he's done a couple small shows out in like Miami at some clubs. He hasn't yeah. done like a, a you know a massive headlining type of thing. I'm I'm going to Rolling Loud in July. Okay. And nice. I know he's very. I've seen him a couple times, and I was curious if that was going to be his debut or not debut, but his return to doing a big time show, just knowing that he's tight with the promoters. And like, that's a place where he's, you know, been yeah. called home for a long time. I can so. see that happening. We'll see. I don't know. I think his market as a whole is interesting and just being in the streetwear game, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of ups and downs with how his career is going. That kind of reflects in your sales with his product. Absolutely. And when you just see that with any brand, yeah. like essentials was a brand that everybody right. wanted. We couldn't keep it in. Now that we have a bit more in people are like, eh, right. It's cool. We got it. But I maybe want something different now. What about Off White after Virgil's passing? How's oh, that it took been? off. Yeah, I could imagine. Everything Off White doubled in price. Yeah, you can't keep it in. It was already People, expensive before yeah. too. I mean, now it's like you know you're gonna pay a lot to get some Off White. Yeah, I mean, look at the Off White rug, the wet grass rug. Oh it's my gosh, like it's it's dope. But rug. I know. I went to ThriftCon a couple years back, and someone had like the the wet grass rug like part of their display. I'm like, you know how much this rug costs, and you're just gonna be displaying it like, the, like people are walking all over it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, it's crazy. No, that's always interesting to see how things fluctuate based off not just hype, but you know whether people 
Yeah. The, you know, the old saying in journalism is if it bleeds, it leads. Yep. Right. And Travis Scott, I think, is a perfect example of that with what happened with that whole fiasco with the Astro World. And then obviously, anytime someone, you know, passes away, that's always going to spike things crazy. I mean, Absolutely. even even like uh, I saw, like, what's it called? YSL's streaming numbers have gone crazy since they all got arrested a couple yeah. weeks ago now. I mean, it's just, it's weird how hype, I don't know. It's just, it's it, weird how that kind of works. Yeah. It's so weird how it works. You'll see markets shoot up. Yeah. Think. You saw like Nike SBs. Oh my they gosh, took the off, pandas like went off, and then now the market's kind of crashing on them. It makes it's yeah. crazy to me. Well, I remember because like I first started kind of collecting sneakers when I were getting into them, like kind of studying them a little bit back in when I was in high school, it was like 2012, 2013. And I remember that's when Nike basketball was huge. Okay, yep. Like, you know, you had the KD, LeBron, every one of those silhouettes yeah. for a handful of years there was, was like a banger. And now they're like retroing some of those best silhouettes from LeBron's, you know, LeBron 8, LeBron 9, whatever it might be, and they're sitting on the shelves. Yeah, they're like, that's what's well. crazy to me. Like, yeah. it's like, but back then, like, that's the people that, like, people were dying for these things. Yeah, like when you had LeBron corks. And, hey, I was just about to yeah, say the corks, like, which I still think are heat. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think they're really cool looking shoes, but. I don't know. Now we get them in and we're like, uh, uh, yeah, see, will this sell? Like, I have a bunch of Kobe's in, and yeah. the market is high on them, but people just don't spend the money on them unless it's, it's a weird. Kobe Grinch, right? And that's the only shoe that I'm like, dang, like people, yeah, don't care about the price. It's yeah, it's very interesting, and, and the LeBron silhouette has always been interesting to me because I think some of them have like aged not all that well. Like I think the nine, like the LeBron nine, looks like an early to like early 2010 shoe yeah. like when i look at it i'm like oh okay like it, it was cool for the time the lebron 10 i still love that silhouette yeah. i think there's certain colorways in the lebron 10 that still pop and the, the reverse nike swoosh is dope too especially with what travis has done now with his kind of like flipping around of the nike yeah. swoosh like lebron in a way was kind of you know started that a handful of years ago exactly. and travis kind of brought it back brought in that back. sense yep so, so, i don't know yeah this shoe game is weird it's it's crazy especially being in it for so long I can imagine because you've you've been with Culture Street for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, so I've been with Culture Street for about three, four years now. But I've been collecting since like two thousand five, two thousand six. Wow, that's so, so you've the, seen and downs. the Babesters and everything. Yeah, just like the when Babesters, I, I saw the whole craziness with the twenty eleven Concords. Oh gosh, yeah. Nike Town camping out downtown. Now you can get Cool Gray Elevens like for retail still these yeah. days. It's like you know, two, you got two fifty, you can get a pair of Cool Grays. Yeah. Back in 2011, or when they redid the Columbias, or whatever they called them, I don't remember the years, but it's just it's like the 11 used to be like the lining up at the mall, like yep. you couldn't get an 11, or you're paying you know double retail, whatever it was, and now camping out for six hours outside, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then even like what was it 2018? I know they did some Jordan silhouettes with the Nike Air on the back, but then people started complaining because the quality wasn't great yep. on like the what was it the Cement Four, I think it was. I, I, it's just crazy, man. And now everybody wants the Jumpman back on the back. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, it, people want. They complain they want Nike Air. They get they it. They get Nike Air. No, they want Jumpman back on the back. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. But yeah. uh, all right, let's go ahead and hit a break. When we come back, we'll see if we can get Danny back in the mix here. Gino from Culture Street. You guys are moving to a new location, aren't you? Yep, Here's yep. sooner rather than Colorado later. Colorado Boulevard in Florida. Wow. Yep. Coming up soon. Well, if you're looking for a place to get some local hype, some babes, some supreme, any kind of sneakers, do yourself a favor, get on down to the Culture Street. But uh, let's hit a break. When we come back, continue along with the sporting conversation. 1042 My Life Sports Radio, back in a few. Keep off in the main. Eminem, sweet like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. For this life I cannot change. Hit it, hit it.
Okay, we are back in. I am sorry about that. Appreciate you guys. Andrew, good job. Gino, you're a radio pro now. And Anilo came in. And I wanted you guys to talk because Anilo kind of gets it. He talked about the shop. Yeah, Anilo. Culture Street. Talked about you. Totally. Anilo, like, actually kind of really gets it and understands it. So let's, uh, with about 10 minutes left worth the show, let's do a little recapper here. Um, check in. Uh, you were looking at the leaderboard. What did you see? Rory is five under. Two strokes in front of... Uh, three other dudes, and let's see here what happened to Tiger. Um, no, what happened, Tiger? Why? Oh no, Tiger. Yeah. Wait. Oh. Oh, now he's pl- oh Tiger's he's plus, plus one. one. Damn it. So you know, after a nice little start for Tiger, now he's t- plus one. And that's okay. Let's see what else here. I mean, like, you know, to, to mention the leaderboard on a Thursday morning is, is kind of crazy. But Rory McIlroy is five under through 12 holes already. And if he, you know, finishes day, finishes this day six under, I bet you he wins this tournament, which we predicted yesterday. Uh, but there's a lot of guys out there who have a chance to um, make a run in this thing. Tony Finau is one under. Uh, I like when old guys like uh, Stuart Sink and Kucher guys who are like, like you know, Stuart Sink's like a senior tour guy now, but he won this tournament. So you come back and play this tournament because you're exempt forever. That's the beauty of John Daly. What happened to John Daly? Is he like five over now? I bet you. Let me see. Where is he? Oh, man, he was two under. Let's see. I bet you I passed. Okay, so John Daly's even par. Through 16 holes. I mean, you know, he's John Day's got to be 55 years old, 60 years old. And the we, video you showed me? Showed you a little TikTok, TikTok as someone sent me a hand pounding a beer and had a cigarette. <laughs> and he said, what did he say? The uh, He goes, what time do I tee off? And what's the course record? He said. So that's pretty funny, Just man. the guy having fun. It is. Golf's, you know, golf's got a charm. Golf's got that charm to it. Do you play? I used to play. I'm a scrapper. I can hit the ball. I love to play, but golf, nephew, 18 holes of golf is a six-hour yeah. experience. And then if you're playing with the boys, you want to go into the clubhouse for a couple pops afterwards. I just I can't find that time to do it anymore. And then when I do, because I got so many kids and it's crazy at my house, I'm like, it's like a guilt trip. Yeah. Not even not just from my wife. I'm like feeling like Ugh, I'm out here having fun. JJ's uh, down the street playing do, with us. Just go do a part three. Part three. A little part three. We like JJ loves to go bang balls and um, you know the driving range is fun to go to putt putt. I like to putt putt. There you go. What kind of putt putter are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm all right. I'm okay. My, as my wife says, I'm very competitive. Let's have a. I can see that. Let's have a um, Culture Street putt putt tournament with all yeah. the guys. Who do you think would be a good? Think Andy could. Be, do you have the patience for it? I think. Uh, I don't know. By the end of the, yeah, I don't know. He might, he might break by the end. Yeah. I'm gonna put my money on Matt. Oh, because he's cool. Matt is yeah. cool, calm, and collected. He's he is. Very, he's got that temperament. Yeah. And he's been wanting to go play. He's that's every pretty day good he's one, like, actually. Dude, when are we gonna go play? Really? That's cool. Let's, let's take the clubs out. There's um, South Suburban's got like by Top Golf down the street is South Suburban where you can get like five dollar buckets and they still have like an upper thing to hit. It's just not Top Golf, but Top Golf is cool. You been to Top Golf ever, Andrew? We should do a work thing. I've only I've only been one time ever at Top Golf. I have been there for stuff. But I've only hit balls at Top Golf one time ever. It's cool. It's fun. It is fun. It's expensive, but it's yeah. fun. I think on Tuesdays they get like a little halfer thing they do. But yeah, yeah. I think I've, really, I've played putt putt once, but having the athleticism of a hammock, <laughs> I, I I I look really bad just doing it. 
so I tend to stay away from things. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you, you know, we, we'll work it can't on be your. Worse than Charles Barkley swing. That's true. We'll work on your form and your technique, and we'll see what. I mean, it's all in the hips. I'm gonna have to get behind you, like Chubb got behind Happy Gilmore. <laughs> but okay, so we got like five minutes worth of the show left. I need your final last predictions of this Avalanche game tonight, and then you got to tell me if the Heat or the Celtics are gonna win. Answer, you're up first. Celtics. Celtics I, win? I'm all on the Celtics. Okay. For one specific reason. One St. Louis boy roots on another St. Louis boy. Jason Tatum's from St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I and love I'm, Jason Tatum. I'm all on the Celts. Jason Tatum's got a lot of, you know, young Kevin Durant in him. He's 23 already, man. Super accomplished, unguardable, very unique and special. He's just fun to watch. Yeah. Very. Well, the Blues, uh, as a Blues fan, I don't want your, I need your real score. Take your emotion and your heart out of this thing. And I almost want you to pick the Blues. Are you going to? No. Oh. Four, 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 one, four, two. Avalanche. Okay. I no. The the Blues. They're really good, but this Avs team is just beyond next level. What do you got, Gino? Uh, Celtics. I think Celtics take it. I think it goes seven. But do too. I think they take it, and I just think Avs at home tonight. I think. You got six one still, I or still what? Got six one. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna stick by it. Damn, that'd be sweet. That'd be, you know, because you beat them 6-1, go match St. Louis. You know, they're wounded animals. You're just trying to, like, put them down now. You know what I mean? There's there's one thing to losing 2-1 to one and the Blues feeling like we're just that close. Let's turn the page. The Avs were up 2-0 to zero against the Golden Knights last year. Yeah. We saw what happened. So it's definitely we know better than anybody. Ain't, ain't, like, really ain't over till it's over. Even the Nuggets showed us down, you know, three games to one. It was Couple times that they came back to you know do that thing. So what hockey's weird. Uh, I got five, uh, four to one, four, four to one. one abs. Yeah, four to one abs. You know, I after you go up big in the third period, you just kind of go on cruise control, try to keep guys healthy, try not you know not getting guys. You know, I, I, again, when I don't want anyone taking cheap shots at Nathan McKinnon or Kale McCart, any of our guys. But that's all you kind of do when you start maybe. You I, know, I don't show see that a little team bit, being like that just because O'Reilly he's gonna keep dude, his guys. Do we like hey, Ryan O'Reilly? Or I do. do we, I think we do. I do. I do. I do. I loved him. Well, like we did. And, you know, money, you can't talk about another guy's money. Matt Duchesne is one thing. You know, he gave us the big cheer. You know, what is that? Big cheer? Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I like Ryan O'Reilly. I always kind of appreciated him. He was a good player when he yeah. was here. Yeah. If he ever came back to the team, I'm taking him open arms. That'd be, Duchesne, yeah, that'd be nah, cool. But O'Reilly. I would take I O'Reilly on our third fourth line to come in. Is he like a, third, a first line guy still for you guys? Yeah. Yeah, he's our captain. He's the captain. Well, I mean, you know, Landis guy's the captain. We got like five other players better than him now. You know what I mean? Kind of, you know. Is Ryan O'Reilly still great? Didn't he lead the team in points? I believe that was Vladimir Tarasenko. Ryan O'Reilly had a really rough year. He's more of like a first line-ish, yeah. but more of a, a second liner. Okay. Between uh, Tarasenko, Robert Thomas, and Pavel Buchnevich. Oh, yeah, you are right. <laughs> yeah, Buchnevich. So far this postseason, Ryan is leading in points. Oh, he's been hot this postseason. Yeah. He's a goal. He's always been a gritty gutty. He's all been clutch. He's always been a clutch, you know, PTP here. You, you get a puck in on net with him. He's, he's burying it. He's just a guy that puts the puck in the back of the net. Um, Tom Brady, they're going to roast him. Do you got any jokes about Tom Brady you could say? Like something to roast him? Like Giselle's so old, her face looks like your deflated football. No, <laughs> I didn't mean that. But she still looks good. Giselle still looks good. I don't got the Tom I, Brady I mean, jokes. I know. Well, what could you say about Tom? He's a great guy. You know? Peyton's got the forehead. 
Payne's got the, you know, he's a hillbilly kind of Tom. I mean, you could just, Tom's just, just great. talk about his draft picture. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a- pretty funny alone, actually. All right. Um, he looked at his kids' uh, modern-day math homework and said the NFL is easier than that. <laughs> I like that. That's not bad. That's all I got. Uh, Pete, well, I wonder what Pete Davidson would say. Um, the Tim Connolly stuff, we only talked about a little bit, but Tim Connolly is the general manager of the Nuggets who's done a really, you know, he's done a good job for these Nuggets. He's trying to be poached away right now by the Timberwolves who, again, they got a, a, a lot of young talent. They're going to give you incredible control and power and make you one of like three or four or five highest paid executives in the NBA. You know, you have to listen to that kind of yeah. stuff. So I would say that it'd be a big mistake for the Nuggets to lose a guy like that who's done a good job. Then we had a couple callers like Jerry earlier was saying, uh, he's had some misses. Well, every guy has misses, yeah. but Jokic is an incredible hit. Absolutely. Jamal Murray's a hit. Bones Highland has been a hit. Um, you know, Michael Porter Jr., the gamble on him at 15 was successful. The new contract is where we kind of everyone's rolling their eyes and saying, well, maybe that's one of his first misses. But I think the Nuggets are going to look different next year with the offseason. I don't think Will Barton comes back. No. I think they upgrade from uh, like the Jermichael Greens and, and the Jeff Greens. We're just going to be better. They'll be better this next year. So. I hope so. All right, that's the whole show. Andrew, thanks for filling in today for Jake. You did a good job. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Gino, rolling to Culture Street. What's the handles for Culture Street on the Insta? Culturestreet.shop. Okay. Yep. I mean, everything. I what I want people to do is like for anyone who's hasn't been in, go check out the old shop. Yeah. Before you know the new shop rolls out here in just a couple months, less than a couple months. So, uh, you know, tell them we sent you. Yeah. Glass for Andy, glass for Gino, and uh, they got you got some good 11s right now. Size 11. That's a tough size. We do. But you got a lot of good stuff. So okay, that's it. That's the show, Andrew. Good stuff. We. Appreciate you. You'll be with Danilo next. You're doing your regular thing, right? Yep. Okay. Same as usual. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I invent a sweat Popping bottles, putting supermodels in the cab Proof I guess I got my swagger back Truth New 